0: Now it's time for Greg Bishop and the Council Roundup.
1: Well, um, we've got a whole bunch to get to, uh, so let's just jump right on into it. Uh, we're gonna hear from uh, the Visitors and Convention Bureau. Um, And that is uh, concerning uh, what they see happening with the hotel motel tax, what's happened, uh, what their plans are moving forward when it comes to advertising. Uh, We're also gonna hear a lot about shot spotter technology and a big price tag that some aldermen are worried about. Um, But let's go ahead and hear about one ordinance that's up for consideration. Here is the clerk talking about, um, well, hundreds of thousands of dollars for a particular line item.
2: Supplemental appropriation in an amount of $600,100 for overtime costs in excess of FY '20 budget for the Springfield Fire Department, Move for debate. Ooh. Second,
1: six hundred thousand dollars in overtime costs. Woo. That's added to last year's budget, so it's supplemental. Wow, That's a big chunk of change. So, um, Alderman Ralph Hanauer has
0: got some questions. This seems awful excessive from past years, and we've had we've had a lot of people go to the military and and whatnot. Um, I kind of like to know that there's got to be something going on here besides that. And,
3: I mean, this is a lot of money. Yes,
1: yeah, so a 600000 dollars That's yeah. a lot of money. Uh, here's the fire chief, Alan Riney.
3: To my knowledge, uh, we have not gone over our overtime budget since I believe it was 2002.
1: Okay. Well, that's a nice factoid to have, but... <laughs> Fact is, you went over your overtime budget, and it's $600,000 over. Yeah, big time. (laughs) Uh, But what are the reasons behind it? Here's a couple.
3: We've had military is normally about 150 to 160 missed days of work per year.
1: Another uh, reason?
3: The other thing that we had last year that was different was we had a lot of injuries far and above what we normally have in a calendar year. And the third thing was we had a lot of long-term illnesses far and above what we have in a calendar year. Each one of those things that I just mentioned was about a third of that amount that you see in front of you. So
1: a lot of money, and of course, this is an ordinance up for consideration, and aldermen are um, deciding with the Committee of the Whole, which was last night, which path they're going to take. Either um, have it on debate, where next week they'll talk about it more, or put it on consent agenda, which means they'll lump it all together with a bunch of other ordinances that aren't controversial and they'll just approve all of those at once. Or there's also the options of keeping it in committee, where they could bring it back out later, or tabling things, where they just forget about it. So uh, this one's being put on debate uh, because all have some have some concerns about it. Here's uh, Chuck Redpath.
2: And
3: none of this over time has contributed to the corona situation. It's from the past. Uh, uh, well, no, none of this, because that was last year's budget. Right, so
1: this does this isn't even overtime associated with coronavirus. Oh no, which is amazing to think about. Six hundred plus thousand dollars in overtime, and it doesn't wow. deal with coronavirus. Uh, what are we looking at under the coronavirus era of overtime right We've now? Spent
3: Thirty-two thousand thus far as a department, and uh, twenty-eight of that has been on uh, due to Corona, by people <laughs> not being able to be at work. Wow.
1: So I'd imagine you're probably going to see that um, balloon quite a bit as well. That's crazy. That's a lot of money. It um, is. No no question about it. And again, one of the, uh, I guess, kind of uh, bellwethers, so to speak, of what we can expect to see uh, for city expenses moving forward. If you've got people out sick, you've got others that are going to have to cover. And that means more overtime. Uh, so there's going to be a lot more spending from the city to cover these types of costs. Uh, and we're going to hear that kind of brought up as well when it comes to things like this. The next ordinance up for consideration is uh, a Convention and Visitors Bureau funding. And here is the clerk.
2: For an amount not to exceed $75,000 for the Springfield Convention
4: and Visitors Bureau. Holden committee, McMiniman.
2: So
1: they're holding that in committee. Uh, here's why McMiniman wants to hold it.
4: As everybody knows, we've got uh, empty hotel, motel rooms. And until we know where and what amounts monies will come from, and until the tourism industry turns around, we're not in a position to know whether this is... Something that we're going to have money for, or what priorities? How, if we have limited monies for tourism, how we want to spend the limited money? So,
1: we're actually going to hear from uh Scott Dahl from the Convention and Visitors Bureau at the end of the meeting. He provided a presentation to talk about how drastic things have been, uh, and all the cancellations and the impact yeah. that it's going to have, uh, at least the estimates, uh, for you know April, May, and, and June, and so on. So, Uh, And he'll also make a pitch as to why it's important we spend this kind of money for uh, advertising. So we'll hear that coming up uh, a little bit later on in the meeting. So that is actually Alderman agreed to put that back into committee. They could address that later. They didn't table it, but they could address that later. Uh, coming up next, we're going to get into this next big ticket item.
2: Execution of professional services agreement with ShopSpotter Incorporated for the use of gunshot detection technology in an amount not to exceed $838,750 and authorizing a supplemental appropriation in an amount of $150,000 of unappropriated mm-hmm.
4: funds from FY 2020 for the Springfield Police Department. Motion to table. A second the motion to table, McMiniman.
1: All right. So you heard the motion to table. That's uh, a pretty big chunk that's of change. That's a
0: million dollars over three years. Yeah, yeah.
1: That's a big, big chunk of change there. So uh, we heard about the overtime costs. That's on debate. Um, we also uh, heard about CVB funding for advertising. That's been, um, I believe, tabled. Actually, um, we'll actually hear more about that coming up. But we're on to Shot Spotter technology now, and uh, the the cost of Shot Spotter technology being uh, rather expensive. Uh, and here is um, a little bit more, here's uh, Chief Winslow talking about um, what exactly the Spotter technology could do. for
2: an amount not to exceed $75,000... Oh, wait, that's not that.
1: That's to go here.
2: This will give us better data, better intelligence, and allow us to direct our resources more effectively to address gun violence.
1: And it's what it does. Essentially, it's acoustic tracking. Uh, you know, you have like essentially microphones all, all over the place in certain areas, and they hear shots, and they're able to kind of pinpoint where it's going, and it even uh, you know equates for ricocheting uh, audio off of buildings and whatnot, and. Uh, a variety of other things. Winslow really kind of breaks down the importance of it.
2: It also gives us other valuable intelligence to help keep our officers safe, such as the number of shooters, the type of weapons being utilized, whether it's a semi-automatic, whether it's an automatic, uh, whether it's a shotgun, et cetera. It helps give us that information.
5: That's
1: pretty amazing. Also, kind of scary <laughs> at the same time. The yeah. amount of oh, yeah. uh, the amount of data they can get just from you know a, a sound. Um, and more about the technology.
2: Additionally, it will help us locate witnesses who haven't had time to flee the scene or go in their house and then they don't want to come back out.
1: Other benefits.
2: We also see this being a step in the future for LPRs or license plate readers where we can tie this all together to reduce crime.
1: Oh, boy. Uh, Winslow continues.
2: Again, I can't say it's going to reduce crime 100%, but what I do can say is that it will be an effective tool to help us combat gun violence and take suspects and offenders off the streets.
1: Oh, boy. So um, a lot of uh, new technology available uh, and uh, officials with the police department and the mayor, they say, you know, one thing that uh, coronavirus is doing is is forcing the future on us. Uh, And they see this is one of those things that's the future and they want to get this thing implemented. From my understanding, these are installed. They're they're already installed. This money is essentially just to turn it on. Uh, so we're talking a three-year contract, eight hundred thousand plus dollars. That's a lot of money.
0: Well, it's it's actually nine fifty because there's a side one fifty pile right. there, so it's close to a million. You but know, the hospitals,
1: the hospitals are uh, donating a hundred thousand uh, dollars every year to this, according to the mayor. So uh, there's that, but it's still, that makes it. 600, oh, grand, yeah. Six hundred grand, hundreds of thousands of dollars. Yeah. When we're looking at overtime costs that are going to balloon, when we're looking at other costs for the
0: city that are going to well, uh, balloon, devastated. Absolutely, I mean, you're, you're going to find that out April. You know, the April numbers are coming soon. So. Yeah, uh, here's Alderwoman Turner.
5: However, I think as a community, we have to balance uh, operations of the city as as it relates to the health and safety of our community. So uh
1: she obviously uh acknowledges the well the dire fiscal condition this the city's going to be in but says this type of technology is extremely crucial uh in order to uh, capture criminals in order to uh, cut down on gun violence in the city. Uh, well, so, and to
0: make things safer in a place that needs to be safer, yeah. Yeah.
1: Uh, so we'll hear a lot more about this uh, coming up here with the Council Roundup as uh, we unpack the shot spotter conversation and uh, the mayor later on a different topic uh, acknowledging that uh, he's looking at furloughs. He's looking at uh, a variety of different things to uh, possibly shore up some costs within the city of Springfield. Uh, when it comes to its workforce. So we're uh, in the heat of debate about spotter technology. It's already installed, but they need hundreds of thousands of dollars to turn it on. Alderwoman Turner supporting the idea, even while she acknowledges the financial crunch the city's going to be under. Uh, but here's more from uh, Alderwoman Turner.
5: Definitely that this uptick in gun violence has definitely had a substantial and disproportionate impact on um, on my community and those people that, that I represent.
1: Alderman Hanauer jumping into the uh, mix here. Uh, he's got some significant concerns.
5: Eight,
0: $800,000 could get us, what, eight, eight, 8, 10 police officers? Yeah,
1: that's a, that's a substantial number of uh, police officers, if you really think about it. Uh, and uh, that money could help offset some of the overtime costs that are going to be expected. Uh, especially if you get more, more officers on the street, then you don't have as much overtime. Uh, so that's one consideration there, but Hanauer continues that it's just it's just too much money.
0: It's gone up in price so much since we initially bought it. What you know? What are they going to? Are they going to hold our feet to the fire and keep raising the cost because we do have some serious concerns coming up, and that's a lot of money.
1: Yeah, uh, a lot of money. Uh, And there's one thing that um, uh, Chief Winslow said that uh, kind of concerns him a little bit about ShotSpotter technology, the fact that it might be too good.
2: The the key here for us, and and I'm fearful of this, I'll be honest with you, because this is going to increase crime rates as well. It's going to show us a true picture of the gun violence in our community.
0: Oh, yeah. yeah. It's right. like the testing with the COVID. Yeah. Exactly right. Yeah, yeah exactly, exactly right. Yeah. You, know, you got wow. more COVID
1: positives because you're doing more tests. Well, if you have microphones and hotspots where there might be gun violence, you're going to get more positive yeah. gun violence results. Then so. we'll
0: end up number two on that Forbes list again. Oh, boy. It's not city number, in America, number yeah. one.
1: Yeah, um, right. So uh, Winslow talks about how um, this has been uh, you know, something that um, the hospitals are donating $100,000 to, and they're moving forward. And um, wanting to get this into place.
2: Yes, yeah, my understanding that the units have been installed. They're just waiting to turn them on.
1: Uh, here's Alderwoman Desenso. Memorial Health Services. Oh wait, that was uh, the mayor talking about the uh, uh, money for uh, from the hospitals. Here's Alderwoman Desenso.
5: If we want to hold it in committee, you know, for a little while, that's one thing. But tabling it, I'm not in support of that.
1: She says that uh, it's important to have this technology.
5: I've called him in myself several times because I've heard something that didn't sound right.
1: Yeah, uh, and she continues. We're
5: facing some tough decisions, but if we don't have a safe community that people want to live in, then we don't have anything.
1: Now, Alderman Redpath. From my understanding, he's he's a former law enforcement officer, right? Yeah, right. So he he has an understanding of you know what police need and uh, one of those things of course is resources. Uh, He he thinks now's not
2: the time for this. We can't afford this. This is, uh, we're an un you know unexplored areas right now with this corona thing and it's going to get worse
1: and yeah, it continues
2: springfield so this is a this is a luxury type of situation it's not going to solve the crime that we think it's going to solve and all woman
1: turner disagrees that uh, it's going to be able to pinpoint um, exactly where shots are coming from and uh, provide some uh, assurance to the community
5: and we can't just put more police officers on the street we have to give police officers the technology that they need in order to be effective so I could put 50 more police officers out there, but that doesn't mean that they're going to be effective and uh, and, w- and get the result that we get if we use that money to employ effective new technology.
1: And then you have others chiming in during this debate, uh, and the debate was to table it. Not just to put it back into committee or to put it on debate, it was to table it, but we're starting to see people um, you know, in this debate uh, show their support. Alderman Proctor, Ward 5, showing his support.
2: Uh, just last year, for the first time, I had to tell my four-year-old, he was four at the time, he asked what those sounds were, and I had to tell him they were fireworks, but they weren't fireworks, they were gunshots. So I just want to implore you that when the, the motion, hopefully for the two cents back to When he fails, I hope that we make a motion for debate to get this going so we can turn these things on next Tuesday.
1: So the motion to table, what was the vote outcome? Three yeses and seven noes. So it's not tabled. You had uh, Hanauer, Redpath, and I believe McMiniman as the no votes, or um, as the yes votes, rather, to table it. But they had seven no votes to table it, meaning it's not tabled. So they put it on the debate agenda. Uh, Here's Alderman McMiniman.
4: This is a three-year project. I agree with those that have said that we're in a one, two, three-year revenue serious situation.
1: And he also said there could be layoffs or furloughs for public safety officials. And that's going to be problematic.
4: When someone calls for help at 11 p.m., and the answer is, I'm sorry, all our squad cars are committed, the fact that we got a Shot Spotter out there doesn't help that call for service.
1: Yeah, it's um, one of those things about yeah. the best use of resources. Uh, if they would have bought this thing two years ago and had it turned on, all right, it's a different conversation. Uh, and if we've seen some results and whatnot, maybe a different conversation about re-upping it for another year for 100000 or something to that effect. But right. this is, we don't have the initial thing going. It's going to cost $800,000 over several years. We're also looking at significant declines I, in revenue.
0: I think we need to renegotiate that. You know, Something. I think that might be yeah. the answer, yeah. Because I mean, it's like I, I know that shot technology company probably puts the money to good use. That sure. you know, for whatever. But there's a lot of municipalities that are going to be in the exact. Well, all municipalities are going to oh, be yeah. in the exact same boat as no Springfield. Question. So it's like it's time to go to these vendors and go, hey, look, you know, here's the story. You want the you want some money from us? How about yeah. how about a hundred thousand a year? And yeah, go exactly. Right. Yeah,
1: <laughs> right, they're exactly. going to need to survive themselves as well, so they're going to have to find ways to cut. Uh, too. So, uh, they, we're going to hear a lot more about that, I would imagine. Uh, it's on the debate agenda for next week, so uh, keep your ear out for that.
0: Get the dude from Pawn Stars to negotiate for us. Rick Harrison, there you he can screw people out of anybody.
1: Sounds know? like but, a yeah. plan. Bring him on board and make yep. him the procurement officer right, for exactly. the city of Springfield. We'll get, we'll get,
0: we'll get that thing for 10000 a year.
1: <laughs> Unfortunately, his contract's probably going to cost $10 million Well, a probably, year, but, you know. yeah. But, um, mm-hmm. So, They had a conversation about the uh, stay-at-home order. Mayor says that the order's still in effect. Uh, Alderman Redpath asked about him Enforcement. Chief uh, Corporation Counsel Jim Zirkel said it can be enforced by the state's attorney with a criminal charge. It can also be enforced by. Uh, local officials, local police with an ordinance violation, but uh, last night during that conversation uh, Chief Winslow um, said he's not aware of any citations. As of
2: right now, last week when I checked, I haven't checked since like last Thursday, but as of last Thursday we had not written any citations.
1: So this is all during new business. They were done with all the ordinances and we're uh, you know almost an hour and a half into it and uh, it's time for conversations on some other things as well. And here's uh, Alderman Redpath uh, with a pretty uh, important question I think uh, is going to cost some people. Uh, little concerns.
2: I know that the hospitals are getting ready to furlough a whole bunch of people. Are we are, are we planning on uh, furloughing anyone? Are we planning on laying anybody off? Do you have a plan put together yet?
3: Well, we're going to ask for a voluntary uh, furlough first. Uh, we want to see what the sales tax revenue that comes in in June and uh, go from that approach uh, moving forward. On Monday, uh, after the uh, the revised stay-at-home order is in place. Uh, we've asked directors to uh, take a look at operations, and if people can maintain a six-foot social distance, and there's work to be done, uh, we ask that they take a look at that and bringing them back and.
0: Okay, yep. I'm a little confused on that. He mentioned sales tax revenue coming in in June. Is, does he mean the April numbers will be available in June? Well, or?
1: no, you got uh, sales tax sure. revenue that the state um, will be dispersing. Oh, okay. uh, so I, th- I think that's what he's referring to. Yeah, Property we'll get some tax sales okay. tax from that, sure. But is there going to be anywhere near what they're anticipating? Highly doubt that. Uh, speaking of revenue, a couple of quick hits here. Um, and and uh, Springfield Alderman also, when it comes to the furloughs and the staffing, whether or not staff is going to come back on Monday. They were asking about uh, cleaning. They were asking about masks and a variety of other things. But here we are Wednesday, and we still don't have a clear picture of what the stay home orders are because the governor has yet to release those officially. Uh, moving on, though, let's get to this uh, report from Dahl. We'll blast through this. Uh, Scott Dahl, he's the uh, Convention and Visitors Bureau Director, and he talks about, uh, well, how just much of a negative impact the uh, nation's uh, tourism and hospitality industries feeling.
6: This is more than nine times the impact of 9-11 on travel sector revenue. Wow,
1: nine times the impact than 9-11. That's pretty substantial. That's
6: unbelievable. Uh, More about the local impact. In Springfield, the CBB has documented documented 215 conventions and meetings and 524 group tour cancellations, representing over 80,000 fewer visitors and 30,000 lost room nights in March, April, and May. Economic decline for the same period is estimated at $18.2 million.
1: Woo! Wow. $18.2 million in total economic decline Boy. from all of that. Uh, talking about that ad revenue that they tabled earlier in the meeting, Dahl says that, uh, listen, uh, they, they're taking a specific approach with
6: that money, they hope. And we need to be smart in our marketing efforts, but we cannot turn them off. And we need to move forward. And we need to be on the side that if there is a travel rebound, and believe me, I have benchmarks. May 15th is the benchmark. July 1st, July, June 15th. The beauty with digital marketing advertising is we can turn it on and off and move it around as we see fit.
1: And finally, here he says there are some
6: needs. If our historic sites do not open, if our restaurants do not open, we need to take a different approach. We need those items to be available for our travelers and if they're not then absolutely we need to, to shut it down and we need to look towards 2021.
1: And again, that's Scott Dahl, uh, Convention and Visitors Bureau Director for the city of Springfield. Scott, if you're listening, I'm going to reach out to you. We want you on the show uh, maybe tomorrow Wow, uh, talk more detail about this. The
0: the, the significance of that, Greg, nine times the impact of 9-11. We weren't flying planes for two weeks in 9-11. And then
1: in Springfield, you also got to consider the legislature has not been in session for weeks. Yeah, That's hotel rooms, that's conventions, mm-hmm. that's all kinds of stuff. So yeah, that's exactly. your
0: council roundup. Hey, thank you, Greg. It's 751 now at News Talk 94.7 and 970 WMY. Yeah, pretty serious problem coming down the road here.